Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 674. Always be yourself, express yourself, have faith in yourself. Do not go out and look for successful personality and duplicate it. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. I'll never worry again about having a dead battery with my NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in my glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that'll jumpstart a dead battery in my car, boat, truck, or RV. The Genius Boost features built-in spark-proof technology and reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart any of my vehicles. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are built from solid copper for maximum conductivity. There's a built-in ultrabite dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS and emergency strobe. I use my Genius Boost Jump Starter to charge my phone, tablet, and laptop while I'm on the road or if the power goes out in my home. The unit itself is easily rechargeable in my vehicle. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, the battery car source since 1914. I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Shan Fannin. Hey, Shan, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. I can't wait. All right. Great to have you here. Shan Fannin is an automotive artist who lives in Austin, Texas. She's a professional artist who spent her early career in marketing and teaching elementary school art through a private homeschooling academy. When her husband added a 1961 Ford Thunderbird to the family garage, she took on the challenge of painting her first automobile. And that's painting not the car, but a picture of the car. That was 2014, and since then, Shan's focused on a goal to become one of the finest automotive artists in the country. Her work can be described as 90% realistic and 10% self-expression. She works primarily in large scale with mixed acrylic media. And I'll let our listeners know I've seen Shan's work. It is really fantastic, really cool. I'm so glad that I found you, Shan, and we have a chance to talk here on Cars Yeah. So, Shan, I've told our listeners just a tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your career and, of course, your passion for automobiles? Absolutely. I uh, actually started getting into cars a little bit later in life. I grew up with cars. My dad had a wide variety of vehicles in our driveway, including Volvos and Pintos. His favorite were Cadillac. And in the 1970s and 80s, uh, we had DeVilles and Fleetwoods and that sort of thing. I really wasn't into cars then. I was more into my art. I actually got a scholarship in high school to be a drawing teacher. Right after I finished high school, started college, got married. Totally went in a different direction. <laughs> That'll and, happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I uh, got into the corporate world, uh, worked my way up. I became a marketing director, had a family. We moved from California to Texas. And uh, it really wasn't until my husband bought his first Land Rover, used Land Rover. We started doing camping and off-roading, getting into car clubs. That passion started for me. And it was more of a family thing at first. But later on the line, I, I didn't realize how much I was going to love cars. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, I've had uh, several women artists on the show, Nicola Wood, 
Anna Louise Felstead, Sue Steele Thomas, who are female artists that primarily paint automotive themed paintings and things. And I think it's really great to have you on the show and uh, share a little bit more about how you got into this. Because you see, it's car world's kind of a man's world sometimes. And it's hard <laughs> for women to break into it, but uh, really happy that you're a part of the club here. I think that's pretty <laughs> Thank cool. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. As we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success, and it's a really nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Shan, take the wheel. Well, my favorite actually is from City Slickers, but it has a word in there I can't use. So I'll give you, <laughs> I'll you. Give you my second favorite It is one. a family show here at Cars, yeah? <laughs> I'll give you my second one. It's actually by Bruce Lee, who was an amazing man. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to read this to you, but it says, um, always be yourself, express yourself, have faith in yourself. Do not go out and look for successful personality and duplicate it. And I really think that's true. Just just be who you are. You know, I just had a guest on the show yesterday who spoke exactly about this, how important it is to be your own person, be your own thing. So how have you incorporated that success quote into the art that you produce? You know, I, it's funny, I, I, in the beginning, when I started my career as an artist, I actually um, just went back and took a couple of classes for figurative drawing and a little bit of design. And I was looking at editors and I thought, well, you know, gee, they're doing this. Maybe I should do this. And I had the most amazing teacher um, actually in design who's unfortunately passed away. But he um, he pulled me aside and he says, you know, just do what makes you happy. Hmm. Do what's you. And I really firmly believe as an artist that if you, you know, whether you're a writer or a composer, you know, whatever, filmmaker, if you do what you're passionate about and it makes you happy inside, it comes through in your work. And oh, yeah. that's that's definitely how I try to live my life now. Wow. Great advice from that uh, that professor, that instructor, for sure. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I've heard that over and over again from successful people on, here on Cars. Yeah, just be yourself. Don't try to be somebody else. Don't try to emulate somebody else. Just be yourself and work real hard at that and you'll have success. Very nice story. Would you share a story with us that instigated your passion for cars? You talked about your dad kind of being a car guy growing up, but is there a pivotal moment in your life when you realize, you know what, I'm a car gal? (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, there is exactly. Um, My husband, like I was mentioning, my husband uh, was into Land Rovers. At one time, we had four Land Rovers in our driveway. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It was a little bit of an addiction. It's like, uh, car Uh, insurance. Sounds like it. (laughs) But um, my husband actually sold one of them, and we were thinking, well, you know, we want to get something classic. And so he found an amazing 1961 Ford Thunderbird uh, in Black Cherry. And uh, she was added to our, our home garage and we named her Maybelline. And she's my husband's second wife. Yeah, okay. And um, and because of her, we started getting into car shows and uh, parades. He's driven uh, mayors and things like that because she's a convertible. She's oh. just gorgeous, gorgeous car. And he was actually approached to drive her before an F1 race. And he had... Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah, he was lucky enough to drive Philippe Massa, who just uh, just retired. Oh my gosh, how cool is that? Yeah, and so because of that, um, then he's also done... He's also driven um, Marcus Erickson. Wow. Um, Yeah, and so because of that car, uh, that really started it. So we started going to shows. I've met uh, race car drivers. I've met instructors for the Circuit of America's racetrack. So that started it all. And what got me into doing paintings of cars was that we were at a show and I'd been drawing figures and, you know, just kind of wavering. What am I going to do with my art? And my husband says, well, why don't you try painting a car? I thought, oh, I don't know about this. This is a lot of reflections and it's difficult. And I, I you know, OK, 
bite the bullet and try it. And I, I found an orange GMC uh, truck that I thought, oh, I love the reflections on this and put it on canvas and I was hooked. That was, <laughs> that, that was it. So Maybelline, why can't you be true? Exactly. Chuck Berry. <laughs> De- definitely. She has a bit of an attitude. She has a bit of an attitude, but um, yeah, she's definitely part of the family. Yeah, those old cars can't. Well, you know, in a great era of cars for reflections and chrome and a lot oh, of yeah. angles and things. The 50s oh, and the 60s are great. So Maybelline, that's pretty cool. I like that. Very <laughs> nice. So Shan, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and crawl under the hood and ask you to share a big challenge or even a big failure that you faced along the way in this art career of yours. But more importantly, what did that situation teach you and how did you overcome that? Definitely. We actually had an uncle uh, that passed away in uh, 2003. Mm. He was 44 years old. One of, those peop- one of those people, incredibly kind, really great guy, uh, had a heart attack and passed away. And he was also one of those people that put things off. One day, mm. one day I'll do this, one day I'll do yeah. that. And uh, when we went through that, um, my husband and I looked at our lives and thought, you know, it's time to stop putting things off. And so yep. he, that was what inspired him to go out and buy a uh, Land Rover Defender 90. Mm, and those are start, classic. Yeah, cool yeah. Car, oh, yeah. the price has gone up on those. Oh, they've gotten and, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> they have. And uh, so then I thought, well, what what am I going to do? And something that I'd always wanted to do on my you know, bucket list was to run a marathon. And so I trained for it, and I ran one. I thought, man. I can do this. Yeah. And so right then I thought, you know what? I'm going to come up with a crazy challenge just for myself. And all my family thought I was crazy. I challenged myself to do five marathons and 20 halves before I was 50. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. And I reached it at age 46. And so now I'm actually training for my seventh marathon. I've done 23 halves. Oh, so, yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. You go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So but besides that, you know, I, I finally got to this point in my life where you know, stop putting things off. If you want, if you want to go back to school, if you want to write that book, you know, whatever you want to do that hiking trail or whatever, do it. And, and so that's where I am. So I, I started taking a couple of classes. I took a handful of art classes and a, a degree was not for me. And instead I just, you know, the easel is my teacher and uh, I love it. I absolutely love it. So that's, that's what I've learned so far. Well, what a great lesson that came out of tragedy and an inspiration certainly for listeners out there. Yeah. Don't put it off till tomorrow because you never know tomorrow might not be here as quick as you think, or may not even show up. But uh, wow, what a great story. Well, I'll give you a little inspiration. My mother-in-law is uh, close to turning 80, and she still oh. runs every day. She ran marathons until she was in her late 60s. So uh, yeah, and she still runs five, six, seven miles a day. Oh my gosh. So uh, yeah, it's possible if you really want to do it. So pretty good. Kudos to her too. She's a great, <laughs> she's a great lady. Well, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call a career aha moment. It's those times when kind of the headlights kind of steer you down a new path. Tell us the steps you took to turn your aha moment into a success. Definitely. Actually, the very beginning, uh, excuse me, last part of uh, last year, I was uh, confronted by Austin Bergstrom International Airport to put one of my pieces of art into the airport. Yeah. And so I had just completed a five foot long 1951 Chevy truck painting. And wait a minute, you said five feet long this painting? Yeah. Oh yeah, my gosh. I, love, I actually love to paint big. My If I paint something that's two by three feet, that's actually kind of small. I love painting <laughs> with my hands. So wow. I had just, yeah, I just finished this truck and I thought, you know, that'd be kind of great to, to be in a Texas airport. Yep. And so I, um, you know, I took it down there and everything and it was supposed to be there for three months and they actually asked it to be there for six. Oh, and, nice. Yeah. And I got incredible feedback about it. I, I received commissions. 
sessions. I, I had just wonderful letters, and I had folks sending me photos that they had taken with my painting. How cool and, is that? Uh, yeah, and because of it, I actually was approached to do my first solo show, which um, was at Amelia Island Concourse. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Bill Warner, who puts on that event, was a guest here uh, a couple years ago on Cars. Yeah. What a fantastic event. And to get invited to put on an exhibit there. Wow. You're at the, the top of the top. So. <laughs> I was pretty excited. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Well, that's really cool. You know, I love the way airports these days have more and more art in them and make it more oh, yeah. interesting to walk through airports or just turning them into uh, a whole new environment for travelers. So very, very nice. Great story. I love that. How about Prada's career moment? Is there one that stands out for you? Definitely. Uh, actually, while I was at Amelia Island, I had a gentleman come in and look at my work. He was very soft-spoken, uh, impeccably dressed, and asked a lot of questions and looked at my portfolio and you know, shook my hand and, and left. I thought, oh, okay, you know, that was nice. And um, I was there for a few days, and the very next evening I was talking, talking to someone, and he waited to talk to me. This same gentleman came back, handed me a wad of money, <laughs> which oh, wow. was, wow. Thank and you. he said, yeah, and he said, he said, I want you to paint my um, my Lamborghini Miura, my 1966 P400, which I had just found, I found out just right after that, that he had been awarded by Lamborghini. It's, um, it's a fluorescent, or excuse me, not fluorescent, it's lime green. Oh, no. Nice. Gorgeous vehicle, and it's it was uh, awarded at Amelia Island. Mm-hmm. It was awarded at Amelia Island and at Pebble Beach this oh. this last year. So that was a joy. I know that car. I've seen that car <laughs> at Pebble Beach. Yeah, it's a wonderful car. I love that color on those Lamborghinis. And what a cool deal too. Well, it's another great thing that comes out of being at events, being out there showing your work to other automotive enthusiasts, and, and you never know where each of these things may go. So uh, that is very, very cool. Definitely something to be proud of. Let's have a little bit of fun. I'd love for you to share your first really special car and maybe a memory you have with that vehicle. Well, it would definitely be the car, actually, that I own right now. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, it's it's my first, you know how it is when you uh, have kids and you know, family. It's always been a family car. I have a car of my own. So I have a uh, 2013 Volks, uh, Volkswagen Golf R. Oh, an uh, R? Yes. Ooh. And I, I I love my car. Everyone thinks it's, oh, it's a mom mobile. Like, oh, really? I can smoke <laughs> in traffic. So. <laughs> yeah, the R is really cool. It is. It is. I, I've had lots of folks that are car car folks come oh nice car i thanks <laughs> yeah the people that know oh yeah so actually even had a had a gentleman that was a a fireman that was doing a, a fundraiser and, and we have this thing here in austin where they they have a boot and they ask for for donations and i was waiting at a light and he had the boot and he, he comes up and knocks on my window and says nice car said, thanks thanks a lot i love it too so yeah. yeah the r is pretty cool i've had friends with those cars wow 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 you are a car lady that's for sure <laughs> well how about the car that got away is there one that you owned or maybe you and your husband owned that uh, you guys sold that you wish you had back well i actually have mixed feelings about a car uh we had a 2005 uh, 545i uh, bmw i loved that car it had every bell and whistle it was comfy leather chairs display it was gorgeous uh we actually bought it about two years after being new and impeccable history on it and then uh right after we had purchased it um, and couldn't take it back. It started to act funny. Oh, no. And it, it had a computer breakdown. They sent it, uh, sent, sent for another computer. Everything was fine for a little while. Another computer broke. So mm. I, I had a love-hate relationship yeah. with that car. So. <laughs> yeah, that's tough when you have cars that are chronic like that. Yeah. And it just 
you like the car, but it's like, ah, oh, what is wrong here? What's, <laughs> you just I think they called that in the old uh, days of American cars, the one that was built on a Friday before uh, hunting season opened up. <laughs> there wasn't much attention. So maybe those, uh, the beers they serve at the lunch counter at the BMW factory wasn't such a good idea after all. <laughs> exactly. So, sorry to all my BMW friends out there. I'm a big BMW fan. I drive a BMW. So uh, I, I understand. How about current projects? Let's talk about today and tomorrow. What has you really excited and fired up for the new year? Well, I am currently working on my first motorcycle painting. I've had lots of requests for that. And so I um, have a local Harley-Davidson dealership. And so I took a photo. I'm not going to disclose what it is yet, but I am doing a, uh, a very elaborate painting on that. And um, and then I'm also working on a six-foot-long, six-foot-four-foot 1937 Rolls-Royce Phantom. Ooh. Yeah. And actually, my husband and I, um, the wonderful thing about what I do is that I get to go on trips for cars. So yeah. my husband and I my husband and I saved and earlier this year we went to the Goodwood Festival Speed in oh, England. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> yes, and I will tell you it wasn't the cheapest trip in the no. world, but it was so worth it. We we saved and saved and so I got to go out there and, and took just phenomenal photos. I, I believe we took over 5,000 photos. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So this next year, I'll be doing uh, two series, actually, um, that I'm going to start. Uh, one of them is going to be um, a speed series where we were there. They have these amazing vehicles that go by quite quickly. And so I want to have the same background, but a different vehicle. Mm. And so I'll be doing that. And then um, I'm also going to be doing a series of grills, some, some grills like an Impala and so many other beautiful vehicles just have such personality in their grill. And so I want to I want to do a series of those as wow. well. Um, and then also, I want to do some more motorcycles. I, I'd like to do an Indian and a Jaguar. Jaguar E-types are ugh, oh, absolutely yeah. such a sexy car. So <laughs> Work of art, for sure. Well, you know, it sounds like you have an amazing year ahead of you. And are you familiar with the uh, the artist Scott Jacobs? Um, You know, I don't know. I don't think so. Scott was on my show about a year and a half ago. He has created an incredible profession and business around painting Harley-Davidson motorcycles. You should look into what he's done. He's a marketing genius and has become very wealthy, I guess you could say, really, <laughs> painting motorcycles. So I'll have to uh, have you listen to that show, Past Cars okay. Yeah, Get. Yeah, he's uh, done some amazing, amazing things. So he just opened a, a shop uh, near, I think it's near Sturgis or De Deadwood, maybe it is. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Yeah, in the little town there. And um, his daughter's a painter, too. And uh, yeah, he's just uh, created an amazing career around painting motorcycles and cars and uh, all sorts of different things. So we'll have to uh, have you have talk to him. Maybe he can give you some pointers on on uh, how to move forward with that. But it sounds like you're going to have a fantastic year. I can't wait to see some of these uh, new paintings that you're tackling. Sounds fantastic. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of work ahead of you, that's for sure. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Wow. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Shan. If you were a car, what kind of car would Shan be and why? Actually, I would definitely be a 1950 to 53, probably about a 51 Chevy truck, just Ooh. like I had painted for the airport. I, You know, the thing that grabbed me when I saw it, I saw it actually at a, a Cars and Coffee. I know they have them nationally, but I saw it at a Cars and Coffee, and I've actually made friends with the owner, wonderful folks. But it smiles. There's something about the chrome and the reflections, and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm one of those Sometimes people, I know they think I'm a bit annoying, but I'm one of those 99% happy people, <laughs> and, except for Monday mornings. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I would say probably that a vintage Chevy truck, they're dependable, uh, even though they might have a little rust, a little bit of patina on there, yeah. they, they've got some charm and, you know, and they make people smile. So, and that's what I go for. So 
I think you uh, picked the right vehicle that manifested <laughs> you into that very well. So thank you. That's awesome. I like the way you gave that question some thought. Well, Shan, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimball.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. member, Finra Sipic. Everyone who knows me knows I'm really picky when it comes to my cars and keeping them looking new. I'm a huge fan of Covercraft floor mats. I've protected my vehicle with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft floor mats. They will protect your vehicle's factory carpets from daily abuse, weather, pets, children, weekend adventures, and those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and stylish way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft floor mats come in a wide variety of styles, materials, and configurations, all designed for maximum protection. In addition to Premier Plush and Berber Custom Floor Mats, you'll also find cargo liners, canine cargo area liners, dash covers, and sunscreens. Enhance your vehicle's looks while protecting the factory finishes with easy-to-install and easy-to-clean floor mats. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Market Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Okay, Shan, we're back and we're entering the last lap. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. Great. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? That would probably be don't ignore that check engine light. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, gosh. I just saw a silly thing on Facebook where somebody said, here's how to fix your check engine light. They put a black piece of tape over it. Oh, "Oh, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's the reason they call that the idiot light. <laughs> you let things you let things go too far. So exactly. Yeah. Great advice. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your success? Definitely. To me, I believe in giving back. Uh, mm. Whether it's giving back knowledge or giving back some of your time. Um, I just recently did a charity event. Uh, here for here in Austin for a children's charity uh, called Go Love Now. And I brought one of my paintings out there and I painted and gave away a small print to someone who had attended the event that had donated, uh, giving back wherever you can. Mm. Uh, also, keeping your word. If you if you say you're going to do something, do it. People yes. talk. People talk behind your back, unfortunately, <laughs> and you want them to say good things. So keep to that and uh, and work hard. It comes back. It always does. Absolutely. Now, how about a resource? There's lots of great resources out there, but is there one that you could share? 
Oh, goodness. Oh, I, there's so many that I love. <laughs> I love my husband. And I read Jalopnik daily. Oh, yeah. Uh, love that. Uh, as far as uh, YouTube videos, we love Roadkill. I am in love with Jay Leno's Garage. He's <laughs> one of my idols. Velocity shows. We love Wheeler Dealer. I met Mike Brewer. And he's amazing. Bitchin' Rides is another one. We have yeah. a really good friend that is a fabricator, uh, Moses, on that show. Uh, all, all Girls Garage. And then my absolute favorite, I'm so glad they're back on on uh, on TV, is uh, the Grand Tour. The guys uh, from yeah. Top from Gear. BBC Top Gear. I, I have uh, I love them. <laughs> wow, you are a car gal. Yeah, yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> well, a couple of those TV shows you listed, uh, some people from those shows have been guests on Cars Yeah, yeah. here. Looking for the others one, the others, and of course Jay Leno is kind of my holy grail. I'll get him on oh, here one of these days. Mine he's, too. A, he's a busy guy, so um, I'll track him down one of these days. Now, how about a book? Is there a book you've read that you think the Cars Yow listeners would enjoy? Well, you know, I was thinking about this one, and I I don't have one that's vehicle related, but that's I actually okay. have one. I have one that's actually an art related, and it's okay. called it's called Steal by an Artist, and it's by a gentleman uh, named Austin Cleon. He's actually here in Austin, Austin, Texas. I, <laughs> I don't know how that how that worked out, but he his philosophy it's funny. Be yourself. Share with others. Uh, always try new things. You know, don't be afraid. Sounds so, like uh, a great book. Well, yeah. Well, listeners, you can find links to all these great resources that Shan's been so kind to share on her very own show notes page at carsyad.com slash Shan Fannin. F-A-N-N-I-N is the spelling of her last name. There's another great place on the Cars yeah website called Guest Recommended Books where this book and the past 673 guest books are listed for quick, easy clicks to buy. It's a great resource if you love books. All right, we are up to the checkered flag, Shan. And this last question could be a bit of a doozy, but it's a little revealing. If you could have only one cool collector car in your garage but money's no object i'll buy you whatever you'd like <laughs> what would that vehicle be and why well if, since money's no object of course not I, <laughs> not your cars yeah <laughs> okay well then i'll just go all out i would say that it would be the an, an aston martin db5 uh sean connery in a uh, goldfinger yes. <laughs> for james bond that car is Wow, that is sleek and it just begs to be driven, and it's just such a classic beauty. I I love that car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, actually, when we were, when we were in Goodwood, I I looked and looked and looked, and I didn't find one, and I I want to put that on canvas one day. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure you'll find somebody who has one that would love to have you paint that. Oh, talk about an iconic car. Yeah, <laughs> the DB5. Uh, the old Aston Martins are so beautiful and uh, special. So. Oh my gosh, you just broke the uh, budget there with that one. So, <laughs> but that's I tried. okay. That's okay. I told you you could have whatever you wanted, and that would be a great car for you. I think you'd have fun driving that car for sure. We'll even put the ejector button in there in case the passenger is getting a little unruly. You can just eject <laughs> them out of the roof there. So, well, Shane, you've taken me on an awesome ride today. I knew you would, and I've really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit better. And I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with the Cars Yeah listeners. Could you offer us one parting piece of guidance before you? Head off down that country road in your Austin Martin DB5. <laughs> Absolutely. I would say probably uh, you're never too old to follow a dream, uh, no matter how old you are. I didn't get started on this journey until I was in my mid-40s, and uh, I'm not looking back. I am I know where I'm going now. So set those goals and uh, you know make them attainable and, and, and work at them. But you, you got this. You got this. What's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and to find your artwork? 
Uh, that would be my website, mm-hmm. and that's uh, www.shanfannon.com, S-H-A-N-F-A-N-N-I-N.com. And actually, this year, if, if I can mention this real quick, yep. I've never I've never made a print of my work before. This year, I'm starting something new where I'm doing limited edition, signed, uh, dated, jaclay uh, nice. uh, prints. Yes. And so I've got one of uh, 67 Volkswagen Samba, 59 Cadillac Eldorado, and a, my 51 Chevy truck. How cool. Yeah, so you can find those on my website. Awesome. Great. Well, listeners, again, you can find everything Shan has shared on her Cars Yeah show notes page at CarsYeah.com. Just type Shan, S-H-A-N, in the search bar, and she's the only Shan that's been on the show, so it'll be easy to find. It'll go pop right up, and I would encourage you to check out what this lady is doing. Her artwork is absolutely phenomenal. I'm so happy that I found you and can share you with the Cars Yeah listeners. So check out what she's doing. I think it's brilliant that you're doing these prints. That can make artwork more affordable for everybody if they want to uh, kind of tippy-toe into the art collecting world. I know I have a lot of those types of prints here in my home. Shan, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the Car Show listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.